Blog Talk Radio. Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Winston D.L. Harden. I thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we have a wonderful show for you uh, scheduled tonight. And um, a show that I really wanted to bring to you a while ago. Uh, but nevertheless, I have the show um, bring to you tonight. Um, this show tonight really is, um, it hits home because we have seen lately in the media across the globe different stories, headlines, uh, uh, if you will, uh, from R. Kelly to Jesse Smollett on to the president about building the wall. And also Fort Mayweather spending money like, like a fool. And all the while, people, black folk, instead of having our eye on the prize, we're more focused on the coins. We're looking mostly to money and wealth. We've had many people uh, come on and do shows uh, about black wealth and black empowerment and things of that nature. But what good is black wealth and black empowerment when you don't have a renewed mind, when you don't even know who the hell you are? So here you are sitting with all this black wealth, again, Floyd Mayweather, and what do you do? You just give all them black dollars back to the white man, back to your oppressor, so to speak. And again, it goes back to not having a renewed mind, the way we think. Dr. Claude Anderson has told us uh, many, on many occasions that in over 100 years, black folk have, have not moved one step iota, meaning that back in the 1915s, uh, 1920s, we owned one half of 1% of black wealth. And here we are in 2019, we still own one half of 1% of black wealth in this whole nation. And what am I ashamed that is? What am I ashamed that is? But yet you look around and you see uh, Queen Latifah's, Oprah's, and Tyler's, and Lee Daniels, and, and LeBron's, and, and Mike, and everybody. Oh, Jay-Z's a billionaire. P. Diddy, you know, uh, Dr. Dre. Because if you look at all these people 
Kanye West, most of their money is going right back to the press anyway, even if they die. And nobody's planting seeds, a building in the thing. And when I mean planting seeds, I'm talking about into the black youth. Ask yourself, why in the hell have you, have you not seen anybody build a, a community center, a, a, a science uh, a center for science and math and, and, and medicine so these, children, these kids can work throughout the summer, throughout the entire year, molding and shaping their minds and empowering themselves? And creating and going into business for themselves, and and not us on 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 social media bragging about, oh my son got two two degrees from Ivy League. Because all he's gonna do is he's gonna take that damn degree, and take it and take his his talents, and go work for somebody else to advance their race of people. Sure, he may make a quarter of a million dollars a year. But that's yourself. What the hell that man making that's paying? We have been a, a, a stiff-necked people, as it says in the Bible. We've gotten out of the will of God as a people. We'll accept any damn thing now. I heard T.D. Jake's I saw this video he did with, with, with uh, Lamont Hill. I think it was a year ago. <clears throat> but nevertheless, he was talking about the LGBTQ community and the acceptance of it. And this man, this this man, this so-called man of God, who would tell you God is the same today, tomorrow, and yesterday. Now he says. Well, things are evolving now, so 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 that lifestyle is, is accepted. But wait a minute, you just said God is the same, same God as yesterday, today, tomorrow. So how is God the same? And His word can't come back void, but you didn't change. So what you just told me is you just. You just didn't change God's word, and you became the spokesman for God. Because you weren't about the, the, the popular vote and being, being popular and, and, and not being uh, uncomfortable. So amazing. So amazing, man. Tonight, I want to talk about these young kids, man, these young black boys and girls um, who are who have been um, committing suicide. And I've done some shows on mental, mental illness, and, that, and, and this, this all ties together on the mental illness, but I'm not going to focus on uh, mental illness uh, tonight. I want to just talk about these suicides that are plaguing us. Over and over. And it's killing our community, man. Truly is. So I titled this thing tonight, man, 
our legacy and our children, our legacy is in our children and not our coins, the death of our youth. And I say this show, this show is about a decree on black boys and black girls by enemies necessary. Through police shootings, gang killings, lynchings in 2019, across the country, all the way to bullying to suicide, our children are no longer a priority in the black community. And this kind of backward thinking and acceptance of the feminization of our black boys especially is just the tip of the iceberg. My people, this is genocide and this is warfare. And yet, Negroes are still clowning and bawling like never before. So amazing. Right tonight, they got the Oscars on tonight. I think a, a few weeks ago, they had on the Grammys. Every three to four weeks, they got some damn award show entertaining your silly ass about winning something. But what have you done to win anything? Neela Fuller said, black folk love love to celebrate, but yet they have no victories. So they shouldn't celebrate a damn thing, not even a damn birthday, because you have no victories. Yeah, you go march and all that kind of stuff and and Black Lives Matter, all this clown mess. But in the end, you get no victory. You get a bunch of so-called community activists paid off by them nice houses and nice cars. And they go away quietly. And the ones who are, who are committed to the, to, to the fight, to the cause, they end up dead. And again, as I've always said, because people in this world, no matter what race, creed, or color, you are surrendering, surrendering to Nebuchadnezzar. These white, white elites have been playing God from day one, from the time they crawled off those four, those of, of all fours. They have been playing God. Fixing soup. They fix any sport. They tampering with the weather. They killed King, killed Kennedy, Malcolm X, Mega Evers. Everything you see is artificial. Everything you know you've learned is a lie. Even their history is a lie. Even your history is a lie. That's playing God. And that's being conformed to the world. The Bible tells you that do be not be conformed. I think it's Romans 12, 2. Be not be conformed to this world. Whatever renewed mind, I'm paraphrasing, but, but, but I'm trying to, I'm, I'm going somewhere. And black folks have gotten so preoccupied with making money. Making money, making money. Everybody on, online just getting money. Boss up. You don't see a damn thing about kids but a few handful of bull crap in the summertime. Back when I was growing up, there was always kid, kid events year-round. Now you can count them on one fucking hand. Pardon my French. Because niggas are so busy balling and stunting. And thanking God for that. And God told you to subdue the earth and multiply. Train up the damn child. You think you 
you can buy them a few iPhones and a, a few gadgets and, and nice clothes and shoes. That's training the child. That's making the damn child worldly, like your silly ass. I'm going to take this commercial break so I can calm myself down. When I come back, man, we're going to dive into this thing, man, about what's going on with, with, with the suicides of our youth. And it's, 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 it's heartbreaking, man. It's heartbreaking. It's senseless. And I'm telling you something, black folk. Dirty enough. If we don't do anything about this, your ass is grass. Please believe it. Your ass is grass. Back in just a moment. PDK Beauty Supply, North Georgia's premier beauty supply and hair care service center, is your one-stop shop for all of your beauty needs. PDK Beauty Supply, North Georgia's premier beauty supply and hair care service center is your one-stop shop for all of your beauty needs. PDK provides natural hair care services for braiding, sewing, and so much more. Give us a call or stop by and see. PDK Beauty Supply, designed with you in mind. Family-owned and operated, God-driven. Thank you. Based off the principles of Pan-Africanism and international it has been four long years of fundraising, four long years of searching all across this country, flying and driving from state to state, city to city, looking for the best place to begin. The Frederick Douglass and Marcus Garvey, RBG International Leadership Academy for Pan-African Act. I want to thank all of my loyal supporters and all of my donors who have stood by me through this tough and difficult time. And I am happy and elated to report to you today that we have found the location for the very first FDMG Academy. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, in youth and elders, our ancestors are happy today. They rejoice in heaven because we can now begin the process of psychological reconstruction, one African mind at a time. That's my man, Dr. Umar Johnson, and he's advertising about the school he just uh, he just found. He's been at it, as he said, for four years. Uh, he's been trying to um, find a uh, find a school. Um, to be able to have young people, uh, he's going to start off with boys first, young boys, and then he's going to move on to a girls' school. But um, uh, he, he's been committed to our youth, and he, he really is the only one out there that that is championing outside of teachers, of course, that is uh, championing our children, man, and their future. And what he said, what he said was about renewing their mind. Again, we're talking about the mind, not the money. The mind. Don't let these folks fool you talking about, yeah, black empowerment, yeah, you know, we need to, you know, get off the plantation. Nigga, you own the plantation because you're paying taxes. 
You got a thirty fucking year loan on your house that you're on the fucking plantation. You got you to get your ass up on that job and, 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 and to pay them bills, even if you work for yourself. That's the plantation. Wealthy people don't work. <laughs> they don't. They off the plant because they don't work. So let stop that these, these these folks fool y'all. But with, with this off the plantation, you know, you to be entrepreneurial, and, you know, you know, and, and get your own business. That's wonderful. And I wish I had time to, to talk about that whole that whole narrative about owning your own business. But 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 let me tell you this real quick. Everybody can't own their own goddamn business. Who the hell gonna work the hospitals? If everybody don't, oh, I own my own business. I don't. I, I can't work in no hospital. Are you out of freaking mind? It's about building, creating, and conquering. Because if your if your mind is right, you ain't got to tell people stupid shit like. Uh, 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 go to boot camp or uh, uh, learn how to do this. You ain't got to tell them shit. Back in the 1800s, 1900s, particular 50 years after slavery, black folk was thriving. And they didn't, they didn't invest in no goddamn Wall Street. They didn't in, in, in invest in no damn Bitcoin. They invested in each other. That was a natural thing. Y'all and you fake conscious people like, oh, I don't I don't believe in this. These people had a God. Whether whether it was Christianity or, or, or whomever, whatever, that's what they had. I'm sorry. That's what they had. And it worked. They built Black Wall Street. Wilmington. Rosewood. Auburn Avenue. Huh? They had stuff down in Tennessee. Mink Slide. Tariq Nasheed, name, name, name the group after Because they had a renewed mind. And they understood that they had an enemy that was trying to kill them. In 2019, you still have an enemy that's trying to kill you, but, but they, they, they're killing you with kindness. And you're blinded by it. That's why every time your black ass becomes successful, or Jay-Z, whatever, you see some little Jewish man right next to his ass. Because his job is to say, whoa, nigga, don't help your people. Take this money and Beyonce and, and them little babies and, and have a good time and, and, and be on a, y- a yacht and boat with your children and, and let everybody say, oh, look at Beyonce. But don't you take your ass to them black dogs to that community and build that son bitch up. You better not do that. And that's what they do. they do not do. Because they do not know who they are. You can laugh at, oh, that was back then. Well, at least, damn it, back then, they had common damn sense. Your ass got degrees and masters, and you ain't got no fucking common sense. You get some fucking money. You, you move your black ass out the neighborhood and go live somewhere else in, the, in a high-end neighborhood, and then they, when they put nigga and KKK, you don't get on the news and want us to feel sorry for you. Should have moved your ass over there in the first place. Should have built your own shit up. Should have got your group together, formed a community group, and say, Lord, let's tear this down, let's buy this up, and build some strip malls. As it is on earth, so it is in heaven. You're supposed to be building your, your own damn paradise down here, you, you freaking idiot. You're running from your fucking paradise. 
Like Malcolm X said, ain't no damn ghetto. You're running down your, you're running down your damn self. It is our responsibility. And black folks love running from their own responsibility. They will run their ass like Kunta Kente trying to get away. Thank God for Dr. Umar, all that shit he went through. And now he got the school, now everybody quiet. So ain't going to take millions of more dollars to even keep the doors open. Yeah, oh, LeBron James got our promise. Ooh, P. Diddy got a charter school. They don't own them damn schools. If it says charter, public, or private, it's owned by the state. LeBron, LeBron has nearly 80% of white women teachers. I, I, I think it's more than that, but, but I'm going to give him 80 because I, I saw a whole staff. I saw one black teacher, I think two or three Hispanic. A couple of male, white male teachers, all white women. All statistics have said that black children learn better when they have a black teacher. And, and, and there's a 90% chance that they go to college under a black tutor, someone that looks like them. But your silly ass really think he owned the school. And he's and he doing something positive. And these teachers are, are tearing these kids up. I'm going to go to this one story, man, because this, this story really messed me up, man. This, this story about this young baby um, committed suicide, or attempted suicide because of his dumbass teacher, white teacher. He's calling this boy all kind of names, slow, stupid. The mother complained to the damn school, to the principal. They said, all, all he, well, he, well it, she won't do it no more. Basically, she got a slap on the wrist. Did, didn't get, didn't get uh, written up or anything. And now this boy is laid up in a damn hospital. IV's all, I, I think he's nine years old or whatever. Laid up in a fucking hospital, tried to kill himself. Because the woman has ripped, ripped his spirit apart. So amazing, man. So amazing. This this is shit that our babies gotta deal with. And yet you won't take like I you won't take your half ass. As soon as you get some money, put him in the, the best white school you, you can find. And, and even college, Woodson said that when he went to school and, and, and college, and then he he went and got his master's at I, I forgot either Harvard or something. It said all that shit he learned. It took him thirty years to unlearn it because they prepared him to work for white folks. And he had to unlearn all the shit he learned in order to get back to where? Well, I just told you where they were back in 1915. That mindset. All this new shit. This shit ain't new. This shit's ridiculous, y'all doing. Probably shaming yourselves. Ball, balls up.
that he attempted to commit suicide. So my daughter's like, Mommy, Mommy. She was like, Come here. And I said, Like, damn. And she was like, No, Mommy, come here. It's Jamari. So when I got up, I ran to her room. When I ran to her room, I'm like, Where are you? Because I got a condo in this room. And she was like, I'm in Jamari's room. When I ran to um, Jamari's room, he was on his knees and he was punched up. He was gone already. So I started, he was, the sheep was tied around his neck. This is Jamari now after Chicago police were called to the 4600 block of Vincennes at 11.44 Monday night. When they got there, they found 11-year-old Jamari unresponsive with a sheet around his neck. It was the teacher. She was calling him dumb, stupid, retarded, telling him he's going to go to Harborough, telling him she was going to call stats on him. I went to the school like three times, and I talked to the teacher, the principal about that. She said, well, I talked to the principal, the um, teacher already, because I'm like, you're not doing nothing about it. She said, well, I talked to the teacher already about it, and we have it straight now. I said, no, she should be in trouble for that, suspended or something. I'm like, she called my, I said, I don't call my child stupid and dumb. Tierra is the mother of a daughter and son who both attend the Bronzeville Elementary School. She says her pleas for help were ignored. In this now viral Facebook Live video with community activist Jedediah Brown, the fourth grader is seen on life support. Community activists gathered outside of Comer Children's Hospital where Jamari is clinging to life, calling for Chicago public schools to investigate. What we want for this family is we want for Network 9, which is Felicia Sanders, to sit with this mother and this family and to have a conversation with her about what led up to this for her child to be laid up on life support. We also want the administration of Woodson to talk to this mother about what led up to why her child felt like he didn't have the support and the protection. The same Bronzeville school was in the news before. We covered this story in late 2018 when a special needs student wandered from school into Anton Montgomery's home. She just decided to walk them out. No, no supervision, no nothing. Chicago Public Schools emailed us a statement saying in part the allegations are highly concerning and they are launching a full investigation. From Comer Children's Hospital, Tia Ewing, Fox 32 News. And again, this is the stuff that we're having to deal with with, with, with our young people. Here is a teacher been harassing the boys. That, that and you can call that's bullying. Yeah, I don't care what what you call it. That's straight up down. She she was bullying that kid, bullying all day every day. And and here and here it is. Now the, the, this baby boy is on life support. Parents are going up there. The mother warning the, the, the damn uh, uh, the, the principal and everybody else, the faculty staff, about this idiot teacher. First thing you do is take the child out of the classroom. I had the same situation with, with, with my daughter when she was, she was in the uh, first grade. And, and, and this teacher tried to suspend her. And they called me. And I'm like, well, uh, and you know your child right or wrong if, you, if you're a real parent. So I'm trying to figure out what the hell is my daughter doing? And my daughter told me the woman didn't like her. So I asked them, I said, hey, hey, I need my daughter out of that damn classroom. And they said, well, we're trying to, we're, we're sick and we fight. No, I said, no, shit. I said, either take out that classroom or, or I'm going to go to another school. So they took her out and announced to me another teacher, a black teacher, who, who, who was, you know, who had my daughter too. She said, uh, uh, the, the lady, uh, she said a white woman, basically they end up 
taking three other girls, uh, kids, not girls, but kids out of that class because the, the woman was racist. And, and, and so there was four complaints about this woman all year. And they waited to sometime just for school that out around April or May. No, what, 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 what happened was she, I think she either transferred or, or quit, but, but, but she got out of, out of school on her own. They didn't do anything to her. I, I think she quit. I think she put a notice in and, 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 and she left before she did, did the two weeks because school, school was, uh, was getting ready to be out in, in, in a, a few weeks uh, uh, anyway. But, but nevertheless, this kind of shit happens, man. I mean, I would, I would take my, my, my daughter to class. That, that ugly white woman wouldn't even smile at me. Wouldn't even say hi back to me. And my thing is, if your ugly ass don't don't want to teach black kids, then go then go to a white district. Take your ass somewhere else. Go bag some groceries or something. Doctor Amos Wilson would tell us all the time that he would tell he, he would tell parents he he was he, he's also uh a uh, uh, a psychologist, but he studied. Studies children as well, and, and he even said, and, and, and this is scientific proof or evidence that black kids learn faster than any. From the time they're born, black kids learn faster than any other ethnic ethnic group. Any. So, those those first, I think he said, those first ten years are are, 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 are paramount to a black child. That that they hit the ground running once they come out of the mother's womb. They've had studies after studies. What do we do? We throw the ass in the back seat and got Cardi B and, and, and that sissy uh, Quavo uh, uh, rap music all day long. And then we on the phone with our girlfriends talking nasty and ridiculous about the baby daddy, and we're just dumbing them down. And then we then we sit at home watching reality show, hip hop or whatever, and they sitting there playing in the room, but their subconscious is hearing that shit. You got every, except for that one show, um, Blackish, every show that has black folks on it, reality show, whatever, it shows black men and black women cannot get along. And he, and they paying them this, this money, so, so they thinking they boss it. But, but what they're doing, they're killing their race. It's genocide, but it's self-hate at the same time. This wonderful article came out, man, back in uh, 2016 uh, by Alex uh, Zaliski. Uh, his article came out in, in the Think Progress, Think Progress uh, back in February uh, uh, 2016, this wonderful article. And it says, why so many black kids are dying from suicide. And um, he talks about the, from police brutality, police brutality to healthcare gaps. There are countless forms of system systemic violence that impact black communities, but there's one quieter overlooked threat that begun, that be, that's begun to have a deadly impact on black children, mental health, health stigma. And the rate of black youth committing suicide has never been higher. It was a 2015 study from the, the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and they found out for the first time the suicide rate for black children in between the ages of five and 11 had doubled between 1993 and 2013. While the rate among white children had declined, suicides by hanging nearly tripled among black boys in particular. And these findings were so surprising to researchers, researchers that they spent an extra year reanalyzing data to double-check themselves only to find the same result. This is amazing, man. 
It's amazing. And white people still have the highest suicide rates in the country. Suicide rates among black youth have increasingly grown over the past decade. And the most recent census data found that black youth are killing themselves far more frequently than their elders. And suicide has become the third leading cause of death among black people between the ages, again, of 15 and 24. These sobering numbers reveal how many, or I'm sorry, these uh, sobering numbers reveal how mental health problems have been quietly chipping away at the youth black population over the past decade. And however, in many black communities, community health experts say mental health remains a deeply stigmatized white people problem or a personal weakness rather than illness. And little is being done at the community health level to shift this perception. It says, um, Jasmina uh, Mina B. Archibald, a social worker and mental health researcher for New York Youth Living in Poverty, is hoping that will change. And in 2014, Archibald began an online story sharing project for people struggling with addiction, inspired by her own work in the field. And after hearing so many stories of stigmatized mental issues in the black community, she helped the project morph into a platform for black girls to talk openly about mental health. And the project called Respect Your Struggle quickly became a place for black girls and women to work toward unapologetic acceptance of their unique battles with mental mental health issues. And to Archibald, the biggest challenge in getting her audience to embrace their health challenges is shattering the stigmatized labels that surround it. People hear anxiety and depression. They are told medical diagnoses. They they see white people on the Internet sharing their stories of battling mental health, and they think, oh, that's not me, she said. It's amazing. So instead of instantly assigning people to a clinical label, Respect your struggles, share relatable stories uh, from other black women and, and other holistic ways for women to, pra- to practice self-care uh, from, its, from it, framing it as strength-building process as opposed to an illness. And this approach um, is merely a first step in a bigger effort to do more community mental health outreach in black communities, uh, work that Archibald said shouldn't stop at black girls. In a white dominant industry, Archibald said it's vital to also educate professionals on how to relate to black youth battling mental illness. And people need to be with someone they feel safe around who have sense of understanding of the pressure they face. Again, black teachers, black teachers. She said, ideally, Archibald said that this would be another black person. Many fellow experts agree that increasing number of black doctors and black social workers could help black communities feel more comfortable accepting health care. Trusting health professionals have never come easy for black communities, haunted by destructive clinical experts, experiments by white doctors like Alabama's Tuskegee study, in which federal researchers misled black men into participating in a study that tracked their untreated syphilis and finding a present-day unconscious racism within the medical system is not surprisingly wise. And there's a history. There's a history of medical experts violating people's trust. They're not eager to relieve that. Seeking that care is looking down on, on in black communities, said Kemma Dennis, 
a professor of sociology and criminal studies at Salem College, who has studied the factors contributing to suicide among black youth for several years. A lot of, family, a lot of families rely more on spirituality to heal. Going to a professional would be a betrayal of faith, regardless of your faith base, she said. And the deep distrust in medical professionals could leave children who may be dealing with serious mental health undiagnosed and untreated, leading to long-term neglect. To combat this, Dennis said some organizations should step up mental health screenings to, in predominantly black churches to approach people in a comfortable space. Amen. And parents, to, and parents do decide to seek professional help for their child. Dennis says many are quickly deterred by the cost in current health care landscape. The uninsured rate among black Americans is persistently higher than the rate of whites. Plus, more than 50% of, of counties, black population live in the South, where a few states have expanded their medical programs to reach more people living just above the poverty line. For many, lacking insurance could be the deciding factor between getting their child on recommended medication or continuing to ignore a serious mental illness. And, and, and Dennis agreed that addressing the heavy stigma associated with mental illness in the black community, especially within families with children, is, is the key to moving forward. She says, we must combat the notion that blackness has to be synonymous with pain, said Dennis. Some people believe that the black that to be black means to be permanently, to permanently outraged. We want to be the people who can overcome any trauma, but it's not that simple, which Archibald has struggled with herself. She openly identifies as a strong woman, black woman, but as someone who quietly battled thoughts of suicide in her teens, she's hesitantly to fully embrace this label. For black people, strength means being too proud to accept help. It means taking on a heavy load of stress and suffering silently. It becomes unrealistic stereotype among black girls, she said. I found my own strength in facing my weaknesses. Without them, I would be powerless. She's seen the struggle in in the faces of many black girls raised like her in a black community where, where emotional weakness and were looked down upon and believe it's time to shift the long-term, the long-ignored stigma. Archibald said this strong pride that black communities have in their ability to endure should actually embolden them to seek care. The strength of her ancestors fighting for equality paved the way for allowing black people to access mental health resources. This is 2016. Our ancestors didn't have the resources we had today. They didn't have Black Lives Matter. They couldn't speak out about their health problems. She said, we can no longer be blinded by our pride. It's time we redefine what these terms we want to represent really mean. Then we can, then we can see change. So amazing, man, this article. And there's a wonderful young lady uh, who, uh, uh, I think her name was Karen, beautiful young lady, Karen Washington, uh, beautiful sister, uh, she she uh, created uh, a base call for brown girls, FBG, and um, she committed suicide at the age of 22, back in 2014. And this young girl, uh, she suffered, they said, from depression and mental illness, but she created this, this huge platform, um, dealt with girls who were dark-skinned that felt that they were they weren't attractive and light-skinned girls, so on and so forth. And it, 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 it is a, and it, 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 I don't know if it's still still around, but um, 
it was an empowerment move that she made, and and, and she just hit the hit the ground running, man. And, and she was, you know, just so amazing that she was she was on cloud nine uh, in the time of her death. I mean, things are going great. Her her uh, her um, her platform, her her um, company was doing great um, for black girls, and things were just just so amazing. And it caught everybody by storm that this young baby, this young queen, uh, ended up killing herself. But again, that, that that has a lot to do do with the uh, um, it has it has to do with the um, the continued um, mental mental illness that that um, we are faced with. Man, I think it's not a game. I think it's not a game. But I want to come in, man. I just want to hit you guys uh, with this real quick. And um, let you guys see firsthand about the severity of what's going on with our babies, man, and and that the fact that we are we are missing our mark on how our babies are being murdered and killed because of you know mental illnesses. But at the same time, we gotta we gotta create our own schools, man. I'm sorry. You 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 better create a, 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 a African center school, damn a charter school, because we're losing them in droves, and it has to stop. This thing has to stop, man. It has to stop today. I'm gonna do a follow up on this show, man, on, on my next segment. But I want to bring this to you initially, and as we always say in parting, man, to love yourselves is to know yourselves, and to know yourselves comes by spending time with God, man. Love you all. Peace. And God bless.